Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, a podcast for creators, where we stream live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. And welcome, Tyflo, into the podcast. Thank you for having me, Morph. Um, this is definitely something that I've been looking forward to for a while, actually. What we're going to be talking about tonight is which potentially recertifying, revalidating partners on an annual basis. What are your, what are your thoughts around that? So I have a very biased opinion on this, and I think there there needs to warrant some background for this as well. I do I I have some friends that are Twitch partners, Minty being one of them, and my hard stance on this is no, because there there are Twitch partners out there that have legitimate and valid reasons for not live streaming on a consistent or um, daily basis, actually. And I presented the idea to Dev if there could be an exception to the rule of having to renew Twitch partnership for certain creators if they submit a form stating their reasons why they were not able to meet the quote-unquote requirements for Twitch partner. Yeah, that, that I agree with the exception. I think when I first heard this, you know, I was a little surprised that it generated so much excitement or, or commentary from people because I was rather indifferent to it. You know, it, it didn't really seem to, to matter to me one way or the other. As I thought about it a little bit more, I realized that it, I do like the idea for one simple reason. I find a lot of streamers, it feels like they get complacent once they make it, once they make partner because they know partners are not going to be taken away from them unless they do something egregious. It would force them to keep active to keep pushing to keep trying to do something more and i think that that level of quality would force a lot of people to just keep on top of their game the only downside though is when you are trying to once you make partner there's a big push you have to do mentally it's exhausting and if you have to continually do that to prove yourself continually prove yourself I think that it would lead to a lot of burnout, more so than we see now. To bounce off the idea of um, burnout, what you said, um, in fact, I, I'm not going to name the specific creators who experience burnout once they reach a Twitch partnership, but it is something that is a risk for all of them, actually. And, and I think you know, with um, burnout, too, Several Twitch partners, well, the majority of Twitch partners, I should I should say, still work a full-time job. Minty has even admitted to me that he still has to, like, go into work, like, the next day if he has to, like, end a stream early or yeah. so. Um, I know one specific creator who is actually working as a professor at a university, so his stream schedule very much changes throughout the year. All of those uh, which are valid reasons as to... So, um, not having a consistent partner stream schedule. Right. One thing that I heard Catliente say before is once people make partner, they have an inevitable drop off in viewership. And there could be various reasons for that. I personally have witnessed several people that I know that have made partner in the last six months. Have I've seen that happen. I think that there's a big, I think there would be just love the competition aspect. I guess what I'm trying to get to. I love the competition aspect that it would drive up. How many partners have you seen when you go into their streams and it just feels like they're they're not working hard anymore? They're not 
they're not putting out that same level of effort effort anymore i i find that a little frustrating because it's like i i'll look at their channels i'm like i feel like i'm working harder than you i feel like i'm putting out better content than you and i'm not trying to call out anyone who has made partner and may have like experienced a dip in views or um but i have i do notice that there is that typical um loss of retention of viewership whether that is because their content did um drop in quality or if some some of their viewers who helped them with that partner push yep. um decided that oh they have the purple check mark i'm going to move on to someone else who is making that quote unquote partner push if that happened if they were going to revalidate partner would do you think that you should a be held to the same exact standards as when you got it the first time and b do you think that the perk should be improved in some way i think you know, what makes that difficult uh, um to answer is like i brought up before there are some there should be certain exceptions um i'm not sure if there should be if it should be modified because once I wanted to bring uh, uh, like this counter proposal to meeting the requirements of reaching partner. Could some of those requirements, like streaming X amount of hours, be lowered? I'm not uh, saying average CCV should be lowered, but maybe the hours stream could be lowered. And I'm not sure how you or some of our other listeners in here feel about that. So I know partners quite often they have minimum requirements they have to meet. You know, when you're getting there, you have the 12 days a month and the 25 hours streamed in a month, as well as the CCV. And I know that when you sign certain contracts, like you have to stream X number of hours per month. You know, um, I don't know. Is it is it fair to say, or your CCV is down, but we told you to stream 100 hours a month and you did that. Okay, great. You know, you can still keep it. I think it get kind of murky. I think they would piss a lot of people off if they said, no, you have to have 75 average every single time that we revalidate you. You know? That, that could be tough because we all know that in the common theme is like in, in the summer months, it goes down, right? Because people aren't as around as much. So is it fair if you're someone who got awarded partner in July and July is usually slow, the next year comes around that you're, you're naturally dipping, even though you know you're going to go back up in, in early fall. So we had some questions in, in, in comments and chat here. Bearded Nova is saying, would a simple solution, a simpler solution be rather than repartner would adding a new level before partner and keep to that keep that to those that can successfully hold the requirement and we've talked about that before in terms of uh progression for you know where the jump from affiliate to partner is is significant adding a second level in there or even more than one level let's say that um it went from three and the next year was 25 and then 50 and then 75 if there were say multiple tiers in between there, you didn't get revalidated, but each tier had a different set of perks, right? And let's say that you, you made partner at your 75, um, or you made, you made your, you made your 50 and then in a year, in a year you were down to 25, maybe you automatically go down to the bottom tier, but you're still at a partner, but you're just getting fewer perks. What do you think about that? I think that's a good compromise. Um, this also opens up another rabbit hole of whether there should be tiers to partner because as we all know, I like Dad the Gamer even made blunt truth about this. Um, 
reaching Twitch affiliate is fairly easy, like average three CCV, um, 50-ish followers or so. Um, but the jump from affiliate to partner, that is a vast, that's a vast leap that you have to make. And I, from three average CCVs to 75, give or take, sometimes even more in like Minties and a few other content creators cases. Yeah. Um, there needs to be an intermediate between. So I think what the benefit to having an intermediate in between affiliate and partner and uh, so on, like what you said, yeah, is the fact that um, you would essentially like provide creators that extra incentive to quote unquote keep going or uh, keep uh, grinding your way to partner. I I say that with an asterisk just because uh, like uh, the grind mentality. It's a it's another kind of rabbit hole that we can uh, go down. Whether it's uh, that kind of mentality is good or bad, right. but it gives. Uh, but essentially, having those intermediate tiers is what will give people that extra motivation to continue pushing towards partnership goal and beyond. Right. And I, I, I love your idea, your, your comment about the tiering on the high end, because somebody just makes partner at 75 average, right? XQC is averaging like 80,000 people or more per stream, but they're both just considered a partner. They both just get the same perks. And in my mind, that's not fair. XQC is at a whole nother 75 levels higher than that person who just made partner. And if I'm him, I want to be recognized as such, you know, because I'm pulling 80,000 people every single time. I mean, I was one day at work. I left his, uh, his actual chat open. He had hundreds of people in his chat hour the entire day. And he wasn't even on hundreds of people just talking to each other, subbing doing all this all day long and he's offline. Um, that, that to me demands m- more layers, more levels of partner. Does that mean there could be 10 levels of partner? I don't know. But I think if they did levels, I think it would, it would make sense. And I think like, that's the thing too. If like to bounce off your idea of having multiple tiers after partner, I think if there was even more monetary incentives for partners, um, not just to say, oh, I reach uh, like a uh, tier five of like after partner or whatever. Yeah. Um, because that's the thing too is like, like what you said multiple times before, streaming content creation is a business, and I think having the monetary incentives, whether it be like a higher pay split slash pay cut or like more ad incentives um which you know what i think that the ad incentives is another kind of rabbit hole we could uh, go into i would think one thing that would make sense is in terms of uh different perks is changing those incentives giving you more bigger and bigger splits like right now every affiliate is eligible for 55 percent ad revenue split if you're running at least four minutes i think it's what four minutes per hour or three minutes per hour um, so I'm thinking, well, what if you know, your affiliates get 25%, the first level partner gets 30 and then each of the levels gets like 40% and then 45 and then 50%, you know what I mean? More right, and a more. gradual. Yeah. yeah and everyone starts off a 50-50 sub split, but you know, you make that partner tier one, now you get a 55% split. And when you get to tier five partner, whatever, now you're making a 70% split. 
just give people more and more incentives to move up. But if you do that in coordination with um, making these tiers easier to go up, then you have more people that are going to stay longer. Because what they say, the average Twitch streamer quits within six months. I bet you wouldn't have that if people saw that the next level is within reach. Yes, um, and specifically, I, th I know you would en enjoy this comparison, like having that compared to smart goals and having those goals and tiers be obtainable. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's the thing they seem to forget. You know, as a corporation who, you know, I'm sure they, they talk about smart goals all of the time. Do they realize that 75 just does not seem attainable to people? There's a reason why they moved partner down from 500 to all the way to 75 because nobody was making 500. If they had kept it at that, who's going to stay? I think 25 would be a great first level of past like affiliate because it's, first of all, that's not even obtainable for a lot of people, but I bet you would have people try when you have somebody sitting at 15 for two years and they're like, I give up. I, I can't make 75. But if they're sitting at 15 for two years and they see 25, is it's only 10 more people away. That means they're going to try that much harder to be active on social media, that much harder to network and collaborate and do whatever they need to do to get to that 25. Um, and I think that that, oh God, it just seems like it would make so much sense for Twitch. If what they want is retention of people, why not, get, why not throw a little bit extra their way? And I don't think you're hurting your finances by doing that. I think with that incentive, that does not only pertain to streamers and creators. I think that pertains to viewers as well. Um, in fact, I'll even admit to like, I've had several viewers from my community uh, say like, oh, if there were, when I brought uh, this topic up with them, they said like, oh, if there were like those intermediate incentives, then we would like, we would help you like quote unquote push for them. That in turn allows those viewers to stay longer on Twitch, thus having more eyes on your platform, thus having more eyes on the ads that you want to run to them, yeah. or any other monetary incentives. We started talking about should partners be uh, revalidated, recertified annually, and I love that it's kind of turned into well, this is what they should, what Twitch should do. I think that it's, I think if you had a tiered system, you wouldn't have to revalidate them annually. Because if your numbers slip, you just go to a different tier. It's not the end of, it's not, oh my God, I'm losing my partner status. No, you're just a partner two instead of a partner one. You know, you're, you're still at that level. I think I'm reading these out. Of, why didn't these refresh at that time? Uh, mine um, haven't been refreshing. I was saying move partner from 75 to 100. So the jump would be 50 to 100. What is up in St. Troll? Um, Central says, love the tier idea and the fluidity of moving it based on your CCV. Yeah, I agree. I think I'll and, I, and make it more automatic, right? Um, remove this, the, the, the guesswork from your, your application, right? Um, when I applied for YouTube partner, I was not concerned that I wasn't going to make it because I did what I needed to do and I hadn't broken any rules on the way to get there. Um, Remove that guesswork, and I think you're going to have find people a lot more happy. And and that's the thing too. I I remember listening to um the live button with you, um Dad the Gamer and Pastor Gaines, and I think with those support for support discords, reaching those 
um, numerical requirements, that is that's kind of the loophole that some creators and I, I'm well aware of it. I've seen it on streamer Twitter often. Um, and you kind of don't get that genuine community that so many of us really want. Yeah. Um, Oftentimes I've seen people say like, oh, like uh, got you tabbed or like, I'm not trying to call anyone out uh, for this. Um, like if I go into like an alleged support for support uh, streamer um, and then seeing that they don't have like an active uh, chat, but having a hundred um ccvs like something feels a little off now there are exceptions like um like mcqueeb himself has even said like oh i'm like at partner numbers but my the majority of my chat is there for my commentary and gameplay and not actively uh, chatting uh, um while i'm uh, live streaming right bearded nova mentioned he looked it up he said a six ccv six Put you in the top five percent. If that doesn't scream this platform is is oversaturated, I don't know what else does. Just to reiterate uh, what you said about the tier system to partnership, um, I think that provides Twitch like not just multiple opportunities uh, for retention of viewers and streamers, but you have to think about the long run of um, Twitch staying relevant in the future, and I think. And I'll just be honest, one of my goals for um, your podcast and also like uh, for continued episodes of this is to bring up issues like within Twitch and to hopefully make Twitch better in the future. And uh, to because I don't want to say that Twitch is uh, um, dying, but I just feel like with the multiple mistakes like on the PR side, uh, um, and I'll even like reference what McQueeb said, like before, like anything with like changing the UI, giving more tools for discoverability. Twitch needs to improve uh, um, the PR side and uh, fix its relationship with so many of its creators on the platform. Yeah. And I think adding this tier system is a step uh, in the right direction for mending that relationship. Yeah. And, and you know what's interesting is. Remember when the leaks came out in April about the changes they were going to make? They talked about partner tiering. That was one of the leaks that came out. But for some reason, they opted not to implement that one, but they implemented several of the other ones. I really do think tiering, you know, uh, there seems to be quite a few people here agree. It would, it would simply just, it would make sense. Again, thank you for having me as your co-host um, for the first episode back, Morph. Yeah. And to all of the listeners here. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, for coming out and for all your great questions and comments. This has been a lot of fun coming back, and I loved doing it with the co-host. It was great working with you, Typhlo. So thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and share the podcast. Don't forget we are here every Wednesday on Twitter Spaces at 8 p.m., if you have a comment or an idea for a future episode, make sure to drop us an email at downtherabbithole at elevated.media. Thanks. And have a great day.